0: Hey everyone, Andre Sokolov here. I am the host of the Construction and Community Podcast. We are a podcast that explores the construction industry from things like tips and tricks, do's and don'ts, and of course, construction leaders in their field to bring you guys as much value as we can. On the community side, we engage with community leaders to hear their stories. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Leslie, thanks for coming on the show. Um, Yeah, tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: So I'm an interior designer. Um, I went to college and graduated in 1995, so I've been doing this now for 25 years. Um, About four years ago, I decided um, to also get my real estate license because I was doing a lot of buying and selling and flipping of properties myself, so I thought I might as well get in on that end of it too.
0: Makes sense. Um, So when it comes to the interior design portion of, of your life, like what is an interior designer and what do you actually do?
1: Okay, so an interior designer is somebody who has an education. We've been trained in all aspects of the building process. So we know right from digging a hole, the foundation going in, um, you know, all the framing, all the, the whole way a house is constructed. We've been educated on all of that. So because of that, we know what stages of development need certain products to be chosen and what stages you're going to be in. And when you need to source all these items. Um, We also are trained in the history of design, so we know about just architectural elements from different eras. You know, somebody's like, oh, I love mid-century modern or I love Victorian. You know, we know Mm -hmm. what that entails because we've studied the history. Um, Space planning, CAD drawings, uh, hand-drawn blueprints, it's all something that we've been trained in. Awesome. Um, And then as far as like furniture placement, space planning, you know, just sort of the whole broad spectrum.
0: And I think that's that. I think that's a huge one. People forget is the is the space planning portion. Like picking things out is one thing, but then making it all flow together is a is a totally different animal.
1: You bet. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So when it comes, oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Like even when people are like maybe building a house or something, they look at a blueprint and they they can't you know, visualize what it's actually going to look like in three dimension, you know. So they might think, oh, there's tons of room for our big sectional in this living room. And then when it comes down to being built, they can see that it doesn't actually fit. Yeah. So, you know, space planning is a really important part to, to figure out how you can use the space in your own life.
0: So when it, when it comes to, you know, building a house, um, doing a major renovation, what, what are the, be- the benefits of having in, an interior designer be part of your team?
1: Well, an interior designer um, typically is there for the client. So they get to know the client, their lifestyle, how they want to use their space, how they want their home to feel. And then based on that, they're able to help them choose all their finishes. Um, We also, because we're educated, we know what the trades are going through and what what the steps are. So we can kind of be the liaison between the home builder and the client and kind of keeping the transition smooth and everyone on the same page of, of how the process is going and what's going where.
0: And, I, and I've noticed I actually I was speaking with a client earlier this week, and she she came in. And she's like, "Oh, I just have, I forgot what exactly she said, but it was like, I have like, uh, I have um, like, I'm so fatigued at looking at all these different products. And I think this is where you guys bring so much value in terms of a of a service because like there is almost an infinite amount of products for from your floor to your wall to your ceiling. There's just so much to look at.
1: Absolutely. And with so many um, things at our fingertips, like Pinterest and house apps and stuff, people can look all day long and so many times they'll love so many different styles, but putting it together, they don't know how to to do it. So, we can go in and narrow that down and get a real sense of what they're looking for. And then if we can just go pull samples and bring it to them on a smaller scale, it's less overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, Even last night with a client meeting, I showed up with samples and now we've picked quite a few of the major finishes for the home and she says to me, it's so weird, I haven't haven't even been in a store yet.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But she says, but I love everything you brought me, you know, so it's just takes that off their plate.
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So when it comes from, let's just say for the people, whether working with you or when they're working on their own, what are some of the common mistakes people make?
1: Well, back to what I said about loving so many different styles. Um, sometimes that's a big mistake is they're trying to incorporate all these different looks together in one and it just, there's no cohesion and it just doesn't make sense. or. Maybe they'll get one look in one room and try a different look in a different room. And then there's just no flow through the house. So when you're walking through, it's it's almost jarring to the senses, you know, to have one style in one room and then walk in a different room and it just doesn't even flow together. Yeah. Um, another big mistake is really jumping on board with trends. So they'll see something that's, you know, in magazines and really hot and featured, really, really strong in lots of retail spaces. But they commit to it on such a level like all their flooring through their whole house mm-hmm. or all their countertops and then you know within a couple of years that trend is moved on and they've got a lot of regret and uh, very expensive to change it
0: yeah and well speaking uh, speaking of trends what what is trending right now like what is the po- what's the
1: hot item right now well I think it's kind of funny um, I think we're gonna go back to what we saw in the 90s where the 80s was you know, very modern and greys and really cool and then it trended into a lot of earth tones and yep. I think we're gonna see that now, especially with people wanting some co- comfort after the crazy year we've had. Um, also people spending more time in their homes, we're gonna see a lot of like the earth tones, the deep greens, you know, we're already kind of seeing the burgundies and stuff come back. And I yeah. think that's, that's going to be the next trend is just a lot of comfort in our home. Own-
0: so with I guess, with the shift to, if, if, if we're going towards the earth tones, like you mentioned, what like right now, like, I know, I think you talked about greys a few, a few months ago, are greys, yeah. you, do you think greys are going out?
1: I think grays are going out. And I mean, I, I think we'll still see a lot of grays in like furniture, fabrics, um, and even in paints, but on that warmer tone. Okay. Um, you know, the cool I think is gonna be going, going out of the way. And I think even flooring too, I think the grays that we've seen so dominant in flooring, I think yeah. that's gonna fade away and go back to more natural finishes.
0: So here, here's a funny question. Do you, think, do you think vinyls are a trend? Like, are, are they here to stay? Like luxury uh, like vinyl plank. Vinyl
1: plank flooring, you mean? Yep. I think it's here to stay. I think they've done such a beautiful job with the finishes on it and making it look natural and then just the durability cannot be beat. Yeah. I mean, so waterproof. And then going back to that whole having a cohesive look, you can flow it right from your living room to your front entrance into your bathroom and just have the same unified flooring and not ever have to worry about, about water, dogs, kids, anything. Yeah. yeah.
0: Awesome. Is there anything else that you want to kind of touch base on?
1: Um, well, we had kind of talked before and you had said to me, you had asked me one time, um, when would somebody need it or when does somebody not need an interior designer? Yep. And so what I like to say is if you're looking for somebody to decorate your house, you know, like hang your pictures, you know, tell you what accessories to get um, or even staging it and stuff for sale, Um, there's lots of great decorators out there that can do that for you and and that's more of their specialty Um, as an interior designer more of our specialty is you know from the building and the renovation you know kind of the behind the scenes that brings everything together before you actually finish it off with the decorating
0: no good point good point Mm -hmm. um and a final question who who else or either what what individual or what uh, industry would you like to see next on the podcast?
1: Well, you know, I've had a few clients who, um, I've sold homes to, or been looking for homes and they know that right from the beginning, they're going to be renovating that house. So I think it'd be great if we could see a mortgage broker who can, who's worked a lot with that, with getting them a mortgage plus the amount that they need for their renovation so that they can do it all in one stage. They know what their budget is right from the start. And just have that secured when they're when they're looking to buy a house.
0: Awesome. Well Leslie, thanks thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate you coming on the show.
1: You're welcome. It was great talking to you.
0: Take care. You too.